Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch the Show, hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And it was another wild week of the NFL season. David and I did not do as well in our picks this past week as in previous week. It was the first week of buys, and some other teams that even had scheduled games decided to take them off as well. We're going to be breaking down everything that happened week six of the NFL season and then doing our pick em for week seven. So stick around. All right, David, I think that I figured out about, I don't know, 2.20-ish on Sunday that I was going to be screwed on my picks from last week um, at yeah. a lot of points, and it just yeah. it just kept getting worse and worse. What, for you, was the most surprising upset of last weekend? For me, it had to be Jets-Packers. I think if we look deeply enough into it, maybe it's not. We... we Packers have slowly been combusting. We've seen these uh, repeated mistakes. And honestly, we've seen the Jets, they, they rattled off a couple of wins. But I think for us, it was just like, oh, there's no way the Jets are going to beat the Packers. That's just right. not conceivable. But, dude, I, I unless it's just an obvious, like they're playing the Bills, I may not pick against the Jets the rest of the year. Like, because that's back-to-back games where we messed around and picked them and they won. And then this, we thought about it last week. I made that comment. And we're like, no, there's no way. It's the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. And they whooped them. They absolutely whooped them. Sauce Gardner, rookie uh, cornerback, he's probably going to win defensive rookie of the year. He's one of the best cornerbacks right now as mm-hmm. a rookie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that defense and that whole team, Robert Salah has got this team locked in, locked and loaded. So that that's the biggest surprise. Maybe not when I think about it, but just right off the paper, that surprised me a lot. Yeah, and Wilson didn't even clear – um, 200 yards in that game. I think he was 10 for 18 passing, but mm-hmm. Brees Hall again was another guy that, you know, they picked him and a lot of people were, a lot of Jets fans were unhappy. A lot of people in the NFL said that was way too high of a pick, which it still could be, you know, we have these running backs that have tremendous seasons then fall off, but he is the, now the front runner for offensive rookie of the year. So they got two mm-hmm. rookie of the year candidates on their roster right now, which is a great place to be if you're the Jets. And yeah, the, the, Packers kind of look lifeless. For me, I, I didn't even realize this happened because it wasn't a game that was on my TV. I didn't realize it until my brother texted like halfway through the Chiefs-Bills game. The Bucks lost to the Steelers. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah, that's actually a the, lot more surprising. Yeah. The Steelers were a team that couldn't put together an offensive drive to save their life. And yeah, the Bucks had had their ups and downs, but they were able to kind of keep the game close against the Chiefs. The week prior, you expect Tom Brady to go in there. I know there's the Mike Tomlin home underdog narrative, but you still don't. Uh, at least I didn't think personally that that was really going to play out here. But yeah, the Steelers, even w- actually probably because of maybe the Kenny Pickett injury, because Trubisky looked pretty good when he came in in relief of Pickett there. Yeah, he did. And I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't understand how that happened, but... Are we do, have we decided that Brady should have stayed retired? Well, do you think this is Bucks or do you think this is a Mike Tomlin coach team that hasn't looked itself and and pull out a good win at home? What do you what do you think in there? I'm leaning more towards Bucks falling apart, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. The way that the Steelers looked, I, they just looked really really bad. Um I think it's I think it I don't think it's 100% on the Bucks, but the way that that team is is playing is is so strange to me. Uh, we might as well jump into it now. Obviously, we always do best performer, worst performer of the week. My worst performer of the week are players who don't like their families, and that's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. You know, Aaron mm. Rodgers famously hates his family, and you know he struggled against against the Jets defense and hit one of the only wide receivers he trusts in Green Bay. Got hurt. Randall Cobb. It looks like he's going to be done for the year. Um, so the I, I saw news that, today. I saw news today though. Actually, it, it's hopeful. It might be like a four to six week injury, but okay. still, I mean, that's still Either hurts way. a lot. Either you know? way for them. Yeah. And now he only has Lazard. He just looked, he looked like he didn't give a crap. Honestly, like I, he looks done. He looks tired and, and he can get mad at the Packers all they want, but they had to trade Devontae Adams because he wanted the monster contract. Yep. And yep. that's, this yeah. is what happens. After that, and you know, going to Tom Brady, I 
he he's got to be thinking he should have stayed retired at this point. Do you and see he compared say, NFL season to uh, going being deployed in the military as far as time away from family and the amount of work it like you have to put into it and stuff? Which I, I mean, he might be right, but again, that's just you have to know how that's going to sound. Is I, my job yeah. is as hard as being in the military, which it's not. So he also made that decision. He could have he could have retired. Right. Like, I, but he's got to be thinking like I should have just I should have just quit. I should have just been done. I really like. I really think he made that decision mostly because he didn't get to break the news himself. Schefter broke mm. the news that he was retiring. He got pissed off that he he didn't get to announce his own retirement and said, screw you, I'm coming back for another season. And yeah. I, does he care? I mean, he was at a wedding on on Friday for Robert Kraft in New York. He wasn't with the team. He missed Saturday walkthrough. And the Steelers got a hold of that information and that just gave them more bulletin board material that Tom Brady doesn't care enough to even show up to a, a walkthrough to try to try to beat us. Uh, but I mean, he's got to be alienated from his teammates at this point because yeah, he's gotten dude, that, a special treatment. He took a break off during training. Camp. Missed a lot of training. Camp, he missed yeah, preseason yeah. games because of it. He's not been with the team. He leaves the team to go to a wedding on a Friday during the NFL season. Like, if you're a young guy, yeah, that's Brady, that's the GOAT, but does he want to be here? Because it doesn't seem like it. So, yeah, Troy, Troy Aikman actually made a decent point with Russ and the Broncos. Uh, he said, like, I mean, you've had, like, Tom Brady to the Bucks, you've had Peyton Manning to the Broncos, and now other other guys, but including Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Yeah, you've had stellar careers at your previous team, but even then, you kind of have to submit yourself and kind of prove yourself at this new organization, kind of buy in that new locker room despite how right. good you've been in the other locker room at the other, you know, team. And maybe we're seeing that maybe he's starting to lose this locker room because there's a lot of young talent. I mean, there's a, he's got a good team around him. He really does. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I, 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 that offense just looks abysmal. You know, they, they you could say their defense has been kind of overrated um, to a point this year. And they're not as good as everybody thought. They're not the top five defense that we thought, but, their offense outside of the chiefs who love to make every quarterback look amazing has been really bad, even in games that they've won, you know, and the Steelers still have a, a decent defense, but they're without their by far best defensive player in game record. You should be able to put points up against them and scoring 18 points against the Steelers is not scoring 18 points. Isn't enough to beat most teams. You know, you're I'm not pretty gonna... sure. I'm pretty sure Minko was out too. Right. Yeah, I, I think he was out. Yeah, like how- you're you're not going to beat many teams in the NFL scoring 18 points. So I don't know what's going on with those two quarterbacks. Um, and you could throw Russell Wilson. I don't know that he doesn't like his family, but you could throw him in there as well. But I know we're going to get to that later, David. So who is your worst performer of Week Six? Uh, mine's the Denver Broncos in primetime. Oh my um, gosh! Why do they keep doing this to us, bro? Broncos are two and four. They're one and three in primetime games. Um, one and three. That's four of the six games they've played in primetime. Their win was 11 to 10 versus the Niners. Uh, in those primetime games, they've scored 16, 11, 9, and 16 points. Uh, oh you know, sorry, Broncos fans. I think, I think they actually, they probably agree with me. They probably don't want to be in primetime. Oh, anymore. yeah. I'm sure Broncos fans don't want to be in primetime. So that's just, I don't, I mean, I guess you could see it, right? They have, they do preseason, right? It's like this is going to be one of the best defenses in the NFL. They have a good Cortland Sutton and Melvin Gordon and Jerry Judy. Uh, and now you're bringing this all-star Hall of Fame quarterback to, to the Broncos. They're going to win the division, right? I guess that's what the every, that's everyone, what everyone thought, including the people who make the schedules. And, yeah, I think we're just finding that that's just not the case. I, they, I don't know. The last two weeks, they seemed like they may have maybe put it together. But they uh, proved us wrong last night. There's some really weird stuff going on with them too. It's not just like things aren't clicking. Gordon, Melvin Gordon was benched. He had eight yards total. Um, Wilson is now day to day for a hamstring injury um, on top of the partially torn lat that he has. Uh, I was trying to see his fourth quarter stats because he was good. He was he went up in 10 for 10 quarter. in the first quarter. He went 10 to 10, 10 for 10, like 165 yards and a touchdown. And then what he finished five for 18. 
five for 19. Yeah. And he just, he just fell and like off. 72 and yards. I think their last three drives were all three and outs and they were run, run incompletion. Each one of them. Yeah. So, including overtime. Yeah. And that defense is good. It, it, it's a solid. It defense. is. Uh, yeah. Zertan is a legit top three defensive back in the league. Um, and they, they got cover, Justin Simmons back, but they can't score. And and this yeah. was the problem that they had with Drew Locke, and it's not changed, but it has because you've now paid a quarter of a billion dollars and sent away all of your quality future draft picks for the guy who was supposed to come in and score, and he hasn't done that. Yeah. So actually, I, you got you can't be feeling good if you're a Broncos fan right now. I saw a stat. Uh, Drew Locke through his first six games with the Broncos is actually four and two. Russ is two and four. I, I honestly, Locke's the better choice right now. He's significantly cheaper, and at least maybe he throws picks, but at least he can get the ball downfield and like make a play or two every once in a while. I feel like Russ is like, dude, did you see? I I just have not seen this in a quarterback in a while. Man, it, anytime that one of that, that edge pressure, he, he sniffed it. He would like freak out and then take off running. Like any, and I I know like the linemen were messing up, the receivers weren't getting separation. Kind of Joe Buck was kind of defending him, but. Dude, anytime he sensed any pressure, he freaked out and just ran and scrambled. I'm like, and I just don't know. I, I don't know. It just seems weird. You're right. I, Things are just I weird. Think, I think that Wilson used to always do that, but his athleticism was enough to make up for it. You know, he'd hit those off-schedule mm-hmm. throws where he's flustered running out of the pocket, but teams have figured him out. You know, you force him to his left. He, he's not as strong there, and he's not as quick as he used to be. And he didn't develop into a great pocket passer from that, I don't think anybody was really saying that in the years in Seattle. He wasn't ever top of the league in pocket passing, but he was great outside of the pocket. He was one of those guys that you felt like you never could get him down. He was always going to move around, always going to make a play. And yeah. and now he's he's not doesn't seem athletic enough to do that. And that's turning him into an average, below average quarterback. Um, which it's very strange to say because before, you know, people thought, all right, you, you slide in Russell Wilson to this team. It is now a Super Bowl contender. This team's going to be lucky to make the playoffs, you know. And yeah. I still think I still think that they are the worst team in the division. I think the Raiders are better than them. I do. Yeah. Um, you know, if you ask me which team I'd rather play, I'd much rather play the Broncos right now. I don't Absolutely. know anybody that would rather play the Raiders because the Raiders can score. You know, the Broncos mm-hmm. can't score the ball. Uh, so and they, and they figured it out. The Raiders started slow, but they the last two weeks they figured it out. Not this week they had a bye, but the last previous two weeks against the Broncos and Chiefs, like they they put up good numbers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't because I remember us being kind of concerned at first, like oh my gosh, Russell Wilson now in this already seemingly de- loaded division, and it's like, well, yeah, we were we were geez. talking about the AFC West like it was the not only the best division in football this year, but it would be one of the best divisions all time in football yeah. because of the quarterbacks and it's look, like the chiefs didn't look great against the bills. Uh, but it is know, the bills. Whatever. They're, they're easily the best team in that division, but you look yeah. at the, the West and I'm not seeing, it's not stacked. I don't think it's loaded. I still think there's going to probably be three teams because the AFC is kind of, I mean, everywhere it seems weak across the board, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not a stacked division anymore, and a lot of that is because the Broncos have been so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's, that's nothing we, we may not have to worry about talking about. But, like, it's, it's just weird this year. Like, Bills and Chiefs, and then, like, the three seeds, like, a three and – they're, like, three and four seeds or, like, three and three teams. Or, like, you know, like, it's just weird that – Right. The Bills may be the only team to win, like, 12 games. I mean – Yeah. That that may be. Although it. the Chiefs' schedule does get easier, but also the Bills' schedule is so easy too, which is kind of frustrating. But so now, I mean, you can't just check off. I think they're going to beat the Jets, but the Jets aren't just to check that game off. Well, that's true. Anymore. They may struggle with that, uh, one. and they gotta they gotta play the Dolphins again. And if if the Dolphins are healthy, I think that that'll be a real test for them too. But yeah, I I just don't see anybody jumping out. Let's let's switch more to the positive. Best performer of the week, David. What do you got? Best performer of week six. Uh, my best performance of week six is Sunday slate. Six of the 12 games ended in one score games, six underdogs won. Uh, and both primetime games were actually like good this week. I, I call that 325 CBS slot a primetime game as well. Cause it was, it's usually that's usually the most watched game of the week, uh, especially yeah. with the being bills chiefs. 
Um, and then Eagles, Cowboys, both were just very entertaining uh, and good games. And I, we might have had that. It's been a weird year, but like, man, when half of the games played ended in one scores and you had six underdogs win, that's mm. pretty, that's pretty exciting. And I know it's, it, it's a little sour because our team lost, but like when you really try to step, take a step back, that's a pretty exciting week with all the craziness. Like, oh, all the, you know, 10 point favorites won. You know, that's, that's kind of boring, which looked like this week it's looking like uh, that might be happening because I saw a stat like besides, I think besides one team, there's not a single winning record playing a winning record. Yeah, besides the Colts and Titans, there's either every game is a losing record team playing a winning record team. So, um, yeah, you know, this week might be that, but last week, man, it was just, it was insanity. So just as a yeah. football, like as of us who just enjoy watching the sport, like it's, it is kind of fun when like mayhem ensues, you know? Yeah. It's also just fun seeing teams that haven't succeeded in a while succeed. You know, you look at the giants mm-hmm. and the jets, I, it's just kind of fun to watch those teams and see them, you know, be able to pull off these, these wins and kind of turn their franchises around in, in some respects. Now it's early and I expect that, you know, the, the ship's going to correct itself a little bit, but what dayball has been doing with in New York has been good. And then what, what you talked about, even games that didn't have upsets were, were close, you know, um, I think of that Bengals saints game. Was it good game that came down to the wire at the end? Obviously bills chiefs came down to the end of the game. It looked like the Cowboys were dead in the water and that, that then they came back a little bit in the second half. Um, so yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, my best performer of the week for week six is Dak Prescott. And that's mm. because he didn't try to trot out there and play early. And Cooper Rush himself silenced the should Cooper Rush start for the Cowboys debates. We all knew that that was really kind of ridiculous. If you were genuinely saying Cooper Rush is better than Dak Prescott, I, I just don't think you were paying attention. Cooper Rush was not by any means lighting up the field. Um, he was playing average to below average football behind a good running game and a fantastic defense. And that's why they were winning football games. But he ended the first half of Sunday night football with a QBR rating of one, uh, which is low. That is, that is not good. One is my calculation. Yeah. One is pretty low. It's very, very low. (laughs) So now we don't have to deal with the, is Cooper Rush better than Dak thing? I, I think that, the Cowboys have got to be excited with Dak coming back because I think that could be the difference in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, they have Dak in there. I think that that, that game's much closer. And again, I, 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 I just, I don't know why. I just don't think the Eagles are as good as their record says. And I don't think they will be because they're going to finish like 15 and two, you know, they keep winning though, dude. I mean, they really, they, they put up some good numbers against a very good Cowboys. Defense. True. They do keep winning. But now I, I think I think their road's a little tougher than we thought at first. We, the Cowboys are better than we thought they were going to be, and the Giants are better than we thought they were going to be that's as true. well. So that's yeah. two divisional opponents that, that are going to be a tougher out than expected. But, yeah, the NFC is also just a mess. As much as the AFC is kind of a mess, the NFC is much worse. Like, who's the second-best team in the NFC right now? The Giants? The um... Cowboys? By record, it's the Vikings, but I refuse to right. believe like that. The Rams have looked terrible. The Bucks don't seem to be there anymore. Um, we thought that's the crazy. Had a lot of talent, but they don't have Jameis, so they're three of the four games. Three of the four NFC East teams have three of the four of the best records uh, in the NFC. I yeah, think it has to be the Cowboys. I know, the, I know the Giants have a better record, but, but the Cowboys beat I mean, the Giants. That Dallas defense. And and with Dak coming back, I think it's Eagles, Dallas. We'll put the Vikings up there. I'm not saying they're top of that. They list. The they're, five, they're winning. They keep winning games, you know. And ultimately, yeah. that's all that matters in this league. Um, yeah, your Tampa Bay's next, and then it's Niners who just lost the Falcons. I don't know, dude. It's this weird. This year just has to be weirder than most. Like the parity is just it's so much closer. I feel like, and I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it's just. And that- we There's no separation, about, really. We were wrong about which divisions were going to be good. I mean, we thought the East was going to be a bad division, and we thought that the West was going to be good, and the NFC West might be the, what, one of the worst divisions in the NFC? I mean, it, it's bottom mm-hmm. two, I would say, probably. I, I, I don't know. That's it, It's just it's a very strange, strange year. Um, and that's why we, should... we didn't do so well this last week at picks. 
Yeah. Well, I went seven and seven and you went what? Six and eight. Yeah. So, I mean, we were, we were hitting above, well above 500 for a little bit and now we're back down. Um, well, dude, it was that slate because these games finished at, in this order. It was like Packers lost, Jags lost, Vikings won, Saints lost, Ravens lost, Bucks lost. Like all, like that all happened like at once. And I was like, all of a sudden I'm two and seven right now. <laughs> and luckily I, I, luckily I won out. But I was like, I'm what the heck? This is this week is just insanity. Yeah, it was as a lot of weird stuff. I I bet I do feel guilty. Shift a bunch. Guilty. I picked the bills. Yeah, Yeah. and they. You knew that was going to happen. But hey, I'm feeling good. You tried the reverse jinx. Um, I'm feeling good though. I'm excited. I tried it during the game a couple of times. I even Mm. texted uh, after the Bills scored the last time and said it's over. Going to be a rough Monday to try to reverse jinx it and it just it didn't mm-hmm. work it didn't work that was, that was a tough game uh I'm... go ahead oh, it, it happens and i'm excited to see him again i i'm confident we will see them again yeah i, think I there's just a lot see of, a way in which we don't there seems to be a lot of doom and gloom i just like to remind everybody that we started three and four last year and still made the afc championship game and we beat the bills in the divisional round of the playoffs yeah this time last year chiefs were last in the afc west so so that's insane. It 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 it, it was great, but I hear a lot of. I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast, and he said something like, "Have we ever seen the Chiefs struggle this much?" Y- yes. Oh yeah, my last goodness! Year. They literally struggled like this last year, you know. And people are now saying that you don't believe Mahomes is going to score at the end of the game, um, or in crunch time. And just like to remind everybody, we got a field goal in twelve seconds in the game mm-hmm. against the Bills. Yeah, um, even yeah. less time in the playoff. I I don't know. I I don't think the doom and gloom is right completely, but I do understand a little bit of concern because I don't think the team that we have right now and the way that we're playing, we would beat the Bills at Buffalo. I just don't think that would happen. Um. Yeah, we also have to remember though we're gonna get Willie Gay back, who's our best linebacker. McDuffie, our first round pick. Fenton, I don't like him necessarily in the starting role, but in the role he was before McDuffie got hurt, he's a good role. He comes in uh, mm-hmm. in certain situations. Also, Mahomes has had four two-plus interception games in his entire career. Four. So the yeah. fact that just statistically the chance Mahomes throws two picks again is rare, you know? So, I don't know. I feel I good. Think, uh, I think Adam Teicher said – well, Adam Teicher said post-game in the locker room, like, none of the guys were upset. None, they were point fingers. Like, they seemed like, all right, they got us this time. We're going to – like, so that, that also is encouraging, like, because the attitude in the locker room was like – they got us this time. We're going to see him like we're going to see him again. And there's no need to like, you know, burn down everything just because just because. Quite honestly, so. I care way more about us beating the Bengals. We need to exercise that demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we cannot let that happen again. But hopefully that happens. But anyway, we're moving on to to week seven. Um, got a, I would say an okay slate. Uh, but I, our prime time games are not good um and we'll start off with the first one thursday night football saints at cardinals cardinals are favored minus one and a half solely because the game is in arizona because i have no idea which one of these teams is better um the cardinals only hope at winning is kyler murray does insane stuff in the backfield and throws a really good pass um but kingsbury doesn't look like he knows what he's doing on the sideline however they just traded for robbie anderson and they get d hop back um oh they do this week yeah i believe this is the first this is the first d hop week which again it's ridiculous that your team's hopes rest entirely on one player yeah he was suspended for six games so he should be back this week um Mm. so i i i think for those reasons and because it's home I'm going to pick the Cardinals in this, knowing full well that I'm picking a team that has an inconsistent coach and inconsistent almost everybody else. But maybe the DeAndre Hopkins factor is enough to lift them. So am I crazy to say that are the Saints better with Andy Dalton than they are with Jameis? I think they're better with healthy Andy Dalton than they are with whatever injured shell of Jameis that we had. Because they're just they put up thirty nine and twenty six points in twenty five. I forget Andy Dalton played first and with against Minnesota there in London. They're just putting up points. And that, again, Winston's been injured. So do you know? Do we know when Winston's back? Because I really do like this team with uh, 
the healthy Andy Dalton. You know what I mean? Uh, I haven't looked at uh, again. Winston had like what nine cracked vertebrae or something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, um, the training staff were like, yeah, he's all right. Well, he can play. didn't didn't Dalton get hurt? Um, in that case, oh, I don't too? know. I think he also did. I do know Mark Marquise Brown got hurt too. So that they are getting D hop, but Brown is is out. Yeah. Um, Jameis Winston. It, the coach has been non-committal. Head coach Dennis Allen voiced caution against rushing his starter back to the lineup, uh, especially for a Thursday night game. Um, uh, give me the Saints. Um, I, I know D Hop's back, but I don't know. I, I'm assuming Marshawn Lattimore is going to be going to be guarding him. But I don't know this this Cardinals team putting up nine points, seventeen points. They're just so inconsistent. They put up 26 when they beat Carolina, but lot, gave up, uh, put up 12 when they lost to the Rams. And I don't know, with this Saints team, I just feel like they're consistently scoring. And, and Cincinnati hadn't allowed uh, a second-half touchdown all year. Uh, and mm. the Saints put up 26 points. They put up 39 against a pretty decent, what seems to be a decent Seahawks team. So, I don't know. I feel like Saints are figuring out a way to score. And some of the receivers were out last week. And I believe that, um, like Chris Olave will be able to come back. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the saints. All right. So we're split on the first game, uh, up next Falcons at Bengals. Uh, Bengals are favored minus six. In this. I'm so upset. You were right about that. This just seems like a game that Falcons would win and you pick the Falcons. Yeah, dude, they're frisky. They're, they're weird. I, I think Arthur Smith just knows what kind of team he has and they, I mean, even in the games they don't win, they've been close this year. They're not really getting blown out by anybody. They should have beat the Bucks if there wasn't that yeah. phantom roughing the passer call. Yeah, um, this team should be four and two. That's crazy. That being said, do it. I don't like the Bengals. We, we cheer against the Bengals, you know so might as well. Yeah, I'm picking. I'll do it too. I think. Just think about it. If they, the Bengals keep getting lucky wins. Yeah, I think in the end, I think they're just getting lucky by the other team falling apart or at the very end of the game. And I think the Falcons excel at actually not falling apart at the end of games. Um, so, and I think this they actually play better, better. worse <laughs> than their record shows. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned that. Besides, like if they don't get that call, they probably beat Tampa Bay with how they're playing. That's four wins in a row, and they're sitting at four and two, which is crazy. Dude, what if the Falcons win the division? Because the Bucks aren't good. No one else in that division is really that great. That'd be insane. Yeah, that could be. Uh, it would be That'd be fun. So, yeah, uh, I let's do it. I don't know if all that will happen, but <laughs> I do. I am pretty sure that um, that that they can beat the Bengals. So I'm going to go with them as well. So we both picked the, the Falcons to upset the Bengals there. Up next, Browns at Ravens. Ravens minus six and a half. Are the Ravens the new Falcons? Dude, uh, I don't even know. Team that has a bird mascot that can't close out games. I mean, they had a lead on the Giants. They had a big lead on the Bills. Um, who else? Didn't they have another huge lead earlier this season? That they Dolphins. Lost yeah, they have like they have a lot. Yeah, they, they, everybody including. Everyone, including like Lamar, it's not like it's not like the team around him is falling apart. Like everyone collectively falls apart and drop pass. Lamar has a back breaking pick. Uh, he had a throw Sunday. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Like on the run, throwing back across his chest, just right, right to the Giants defender. I was like, man. Well, first of all, he's on my fantasy team, so I was pretty upset about that. But mm-hmm. it's like, what is going on? So I don't know what's wrong with the Ravens. At the end of the third quarter of their game against the Dolphins week two, they were up 35 to 14 and they surrendered 28 points in the fourth quarter. And oh my goodness. And they lost. Um, so yeah, I, 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 but that with all that being said, the Browns do not look good. They couldn't run on the Patriots, which is their only real strength. Um, I think we're starting to see the fact that you need a competent quarterback to win games and Jacoby Brissett, who is, is okay. Backup is not, is not performing well enough at this moment. Um, are the Patriots just somehow like, are the Patriots just kind of playing really well though? 
Like, is that a fluke? Because Nick Chubb does lead the league in rushing right now, still. Amari Cooper's balling out. Dude, I don't know. I like I like how, like, week two and three were, like, usually we're sure of some teams by now, but it's weird that we're not. And it's week seven, and we're still, like, I don't know about most of these teams, like, still. It's just crazy. I'm going to go with the Ravens here, and I'm only going with the Ravens because I think if this game is in any way close, the Ravens have Justin Tucker. Actually, both of these teams have, have blown leads. Browns yeah. have been have had leads in games, and, and they've kind of thrown them away. Before the last week, Chargers, they should have beat the Chargers. And then Falcons beat them by three points, and they, they fell apart there. And they so. also should have beat the Jets. They had a huge lead on the Jets as well. The Jets made a fourth quarter comeback. So it, mm-hmm. it's the who it's the battle of who gives up more leads, and I'm gonna go with the Ravens here. I just believe in what they got going on more than I. I, I think a lot of people have said it, but I don't know about Stefanski, <laughs> quite honestly. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just don't. I just you also just look at the quarterback matchup here, and you see Jacoby Brissett versus Lamar Jackson. I think it's pretty clear which one's has a much better chance of leading their team to a victory. So, Yeah, I like the quarterback matchup, and I like the head coach matchup more. I trust those two things when I'm not sure, so give me the Ravens. All right, up next, Lions at Cowboys. Lions had a bye week. Cowboys obviously played Sunday Night Football last weekend, lost to the— Wait, did you hear the reports? Eagles, what? The Lions gave up, the Lions gave up like 16 points, even though they had a bye week. It's kind of uh, crazy yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure, despite the bye week, they still lead the league in most yards surrendered by a defense. Uh, wow. And you could say, Ben, don't break, but it, it's, it's Ben, Dan, break. They'd be breaking a lot. Um, the Cowboys, we, I, I don't know if we know yet for sure whether Dak coming back. I think, well, I saw someone like, maybe it was first things first. They're like, he was like, sit him just to be safe. Like you don't need you. Cooper Rush can beat the Lions with that defense. Like you don't need him to come back, which may be true. Um, mm-hmm. They they according to Prescott himself, he's planning to play. Um, yeah, I think regardless, I don't think they need a really high powered offense to score on this Lions defense. And again, you know, it's the Micah Parsons factor, and. and uh, I think that the Lions do have a pretty good offensive line, um, but I still I still think they're, the Cowboys' defense will overcome that. So I'm going to go with the boys here. Same. Give me the boys. They, they look pretty good. I'm, I am surprised. Cowboys are doing well, and their, and their schedule might kind of favor them. Yeah, and they, and they seem to have figured out a little something with the running back situation as well. Um, yeah. They, they figured out how to how to use Zeke now and in managed situations as well. Yeah. Um, up next Packers at commanders Packers are favored minus five and a half here. Why do I kind of want to pick the commanders? <laughs> there is no way. There's simply no way that the Packers no. are this far. I don't see. There's it. no way Rogers loses three games in a row. So I, I, I just, I, I think we're both going to go Packers here. The commanders are coming off of a win and a long, uh, break. The one thing that scares me here is this is a game that Taylor Heineke would win. You just know That's it. That's right. He's Taylor's playing. Because Winston is hurt. And this is the kind of game where Taylor Heineke would be like, screw you. I'm going to win for no reason. So we may both look like idiots. Oh, no. It was the Bucks that beat him in the playoffs that year that we were wanting Taylor yeah, Heineke to win. Not the, the Packers. Bucks. Okay. Taylor Heineke was playing out of his mind in that game. Um, yeah. So I just... I could, their defense is really bad. Um, yeah. I think the Packers will feast on that pretty poor defense. Uh, I expect this to be a Rodgers get-right game. I don't think the Packers are as good as we thought they were going to be, but I don't think they're bad enough to lose to the Commanders. Yeah, the Commanders are giving up 376 yards a game, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Packers. All right. Up next, divisional matchup in a, in a game that I don't want anywhere near my television screen. It is Colts at Titans. Uh, the Colts only game of the week with two winning records. Yeah, that's still insane. The, still the worst game on the slate, maybe uh, yeah. as far as interesting. Um, Colts, uh, they won with despite Matt Ryan having to throw the ball. 
I think he threw it 37 times in the first half and like over 50 times. And they still won the game against the Jags because the Jags like to not be consistent. Yeah, um, I think he threw it 60 times. That's insane. And 58, Titans, 58. Titans are coming off a bye week and are the team where are they good? Are they better than we thought they were? They just got trounced by the best team in the league on prime time and we think they're terrible. Or are the Titans really just not good and I, I, whatever you want to say about them, they're freaking boring. Both of these teams are boring as hell. I'm I'm too stubborn. Colts Colts piss me off. I'm not, I refuse to pick them. Give me the Titans. I, they, I I'm not gonna pick the Colts, dude. Eight weekend and week out, I'm so frustrated that how they're somehow succeeding. And Matt Ryan just looks I one hit, and he's just gonna fall apart. I will be picking the Colts for no other reason than I don't want to pick the Titans because um, I think they're extremely boring, and I think Matt Ryan is funnier. So I'm going to pick the Colts here. This is bad analysis by me, but I don't give a darn. <laughs> Did you see uh, Titans got approved for a new stadium? Yeah. Um, One, yeah. $1.2 billion? I saw where No, it's not billion. Today, actually, I saw the whole thing. It's They're putting it really? in the parking lot of their old stadium. Um, yeah, I was well, in obviously- Nashville today for my job, and the, the uh, lady who is leading the tour said something like, it, it was just time to renovate you know, build a new stadium. The stadium that we have, the Nissan Stadium for the Titans, is twenty years old. And I was like, twenty <laughs> new stadium after twenty years. <laughs> well, Aaron is fifty years old, and it's still the top of the top of the league right there. Come on. Yeah, Aaron, yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Um, but yeah, so new stadium. But I, I don't. I'm not giving them a new stadium bump. Also, billionaires pay for your own freaking stadiums, you losers. That's true. That's I gotta Come say about on, that. Bro. Come on. Up next, uh, Giants at Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars are still favored in this game. Really? Minus three. Uh, yeah. Unless wow. I, I have to check. That line does not seem right. No, it is. ESPN. Okay. Jags. I'm, Jags three. I I, I don't. I, I'm going Giants here. Uh, the Jags seem way too inconsistent. I also don't think their defense can stop the offense that Brian Dable has cooked up. Um, and also, it's, I just kind of want the Giants to keep being successful. I also want the Jets to keep being successful because it's going to be so funny when they end and inevitably disappoint the New York fans. Uh, I, I that, That'll just be hilarious. So No, you know it would be really funny. What? If the Jets won. The division <laughs> somehow if the, Jets, if the, <laughs> the, the Bills did it, oh, if the Jets beat the Patriots funny. and then beat the Bills, I, I think I'll lose my mind. I, I don't. I'm. I may not even be able to watch football because I won't be able to comprehend what's happening on my television screen. Bills uh, fans would be punching the air. Yeah, that would be that would be rough. I'm going Giants here, David. What are you thinking? Hey, I'll go Giants. Hey, Daniel Jones went 19 for 27, 173 yards, two touchdowns. Not a bad stat line. They're not Do two tutties. No, and it's working. He's he's doing okay with that. Again, we we've kind of seen. You know, he is not a guy you can put a lot on. You you can't put a lot of pressure on him, and they haven't. So yeah, I feel I feel good about this pick too. Giants look good, and it's kind of hard to pick against them right now. They got confidence, and the Jags are just so confusing. I I just don't. Hey, I don't get it. This is also a game though that I, I guarantee like ninety percent of the public money is going to be on the Giants. Because they're uh, an underdog, but have a way better record, and are like the team of the year for everybody right mm-hmm. now. And this is a game where, again, the Jaguars could just be like, "Nope, screw you!" Like, oh yeah, dude, dominate. I guarantee you, Thursday or Friday, this line's gonna flip to like one and a half favorites of the Giants. Like, someone's just gonna people are gonna throw money down on the Giants, and it's gonna flip it. Yeah, yeah, and Vegas is gonna try to cover themselves. Uh, up yeah. next, a game. Maybe actually, this is the worst game. This is a game I don't want anywhere near my television screen. Mm-hmm. And that's Buccaneers at Panthers. The Panthers are in fire sale. Get rid of our whole team. We're tanking, even though it's the NFL and tanking is not really a thing. We're still going to do it mode. Um, and the Buccaneers are, we've already talked about the Buccaneers and their struggles a bunch at the top of the show. Um, I'm I'm not picking the Panthers. No, I don't think the Bucks will cover. It's a ten and a half point spread, but I'm not going to pick the Panthers. That's actually already moved. It's eleven now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because there's possibility that a deal gets done for McCaffrey before this game happens. Oh, 
because we're. I don't care where he goes. Just I hopefully not the Bills. The Bills, freaking turd. I don't even know if I'm, I'm a Chiefs fan if I want him. You know what I mean? Like I think that's a win now mode. I feel like Chiefs seem to be looking like long term, and I don't think if he's a long term guy. Somebody, if we trade for somebody, I want us to trade for Burns. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a much better option with our team, and I'd like to see us get some more pass rush. So, yeah, amen. <laughs> um, so yeah, ugly game though. Bucks there, ugly, no, ugly game. No belief in the Panthers. Um, as I don't think anybody should. They're probably gonna have the worst record in the league. Uh, up next, Texans at Raiders. Raiders favored minus seven. Texans like to stay in games, even though they're much worse than their opponents. But you got to think that the Raiders' offensive display would just overpower them. At least that's what I'm thinking here. Yeah, um, I, I'm going Raiders. I think they're figuring it out. Um, the last two weeks against the, the Broncos and the Chiefs, they started kind of putting points up, started figuring that out. Uh, the pass rush is, is getting— Hunter Renfro's not in coverage. I think the Raiders will be fine. Yeah, yeah, their uh, pass rush is getting to the quarterback. I think the Raiders are they're okay, but unfortunately they're in a pretty deep hole now. So hopefully it's you know hopefully they're not been dug too deep. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they have as a fan of a rival team. But if you're a Raiders fan, hopefully you're not dug too deep. Yeah, yeah. Which there there's a lot of those people for some unknown reason. Uh, up next, <laughs> another game featuring a division rival of the Chiefs. It's Jets at Broncos. Broncos and Jets, maybe the team's trending in the most opposite directions um, from what their preseason expectations were, mm-hmm. quite honestly. Like, we thought the Jets weren't going to be very good. They're looking real good. We thought the Broncos were going to be great. They're looking real bad. Broncos are still favored, minus three, the the mile high, minus three. And the, there's no, I don't, it's really difficult for a team to go in and be favored against this Broncos team in mile high because they just, that's just such a, home field advantage, the altitude. But I, I, I'm i not picking against the Jets. I, I'm just not going to do yeah. it right now. And I'm not picking for the the Broncos who are now day-to-day with Wilson. Of course, you could make the argument that if Wilson's hurt, they might actually get better on offense. Um, Who's their backup? I don't even know. Because it's not anybody that's still on the team. Brett Ripon? Oh no! Please don't. I'm. I don't think that's how you say his name, but I can't correct you because I have no freaking idea. Yeah, Ripian. Yeah, they only have two QBs on the roster too. Um, Jeez. They might add a third, and they can't add Blake Bortles because he retired. So <laughs> they're gonna have to find somebody. Um, He's a three-year uh, league guy from Boise State. So I've never he heard of him. A couple of. I think he started a couple of games for them whenever Drew Locke was hurt. But I could be. Remember that? Yeah. Was he on the Broncos whenever they had to start a wide receiver? I oh, know. I see. Yeah, that uh, actually he's playing now. That guy, he's actually playing receiver now. The position he actually came to the league to play. Congratulations. Uh, but yeah, I actually didn't really have to think hard about this. I kind of was like, I think Jets win this. Um, yeah. They got confidence too, and then when a young team has confidence, it's pretty hard to stop them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Yeah, they're looking good, and Cowboys, sorry, Broncos are not looking good. I mean, you can even see on the sideline, like Jerry Judy and some of these players look frustrated, and, and you kind of like they're kind of pointing like, fingers, and yeah, yeah, they're absolutely not getting along. Um, it's very easy to see. You don't even have to have that much information on what's going on inside the locker room. Mm-hmm. When you just watch their games, you could see the lack of chemistry in that team. So that's a problem. Yeah. Um, up next, Chiefs at 49ers. 49ers just lost to the Falcons this past week. Chiefs lost to the Bills. Uh, Chiefs are favored minus three in this game, despite it being in San Francisco. As line probably, if the Chiefs beat the, if the Chiefs pull out a game-winning drive, I, th- I bet this line is Chiefs minus ten. Yeah, I think it's still gross. By the end of the week, I think it'll be like five or six. I really do. Um, I, I'm not picking. I'm not picking the Niners. I, I'm kind of no. worried. I, I think Shanahan's schemes could cause us problems defensively, but this has got to be just a nut up or shut up game for the Chiefs, and they have got to. They need to. They need to beat this team solidly. This can't be a game that comes down to the end of the wire. They need to beat the Niners like they beat the Cardinals in Week One. Yep, they just do. Yep, yeah. Niners, Titans, Jags are the next three games, and it'd be really nice if they're all like you got 30, 30, 34 13 or 28 to 7 like just kind of comfortable wins yeah they have to 
rip off three before he faced the Chargers. Uh, yeah, you, this, but, is a, yeah. this is a necessary. They just have to play solid football from here on out. I don't think they have to play their best football, but you need to win these three games pretty convincingly. Yeah, um, yeah. And they should. So I think we're both going Chiefs here. Not, don't really need to talk much about that. Up next, Seahawks at Chargers. Uh, this is the final game before we get into primetime slate. Seahawks. Man, I want to ride the Seahawks. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of have that little feeling inside. You're like, <sighs> the Seahawks are looking, Geno Smith's looking good. Um, the Chargers are looking chargery. And that, you never know if they're going to win or screw something up and do something really stupid in the fourth quarter. I mean, they almost lost to the Broncos when they, there's no way they should have been in that position. Everybody's hurt. It's it's a, just a Chargers year. So you have no also, idea what's going on there. JC Jackson gets benched because they sign big money for him and he's not he's playing bad enough that they bench him. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um uh, I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. I'm just gonna do it. I'm not writing Gino off. Someone told Gino that. I'm not writing him off. <laughs> yeah. He's really worried about people writing him off. Yeah, dude, they're finding ways to win. They've, I mean, they, yeah, they won 19-9, lower scoring game, but they put up 32 on New Orleans, 48 on Detroit, 23 on Atlanta. Like, I don't know, they're, they're finding ways. This rookie running back, people kind of thought Seahawks were like, oh, no, are the Seahawks done? And then this this kid comes out of nowhere. I'm kind of stalling. I'm trying to find his name. I don't even know his name. Um, and he's playing well because Rashad Penny, Kenneth Walker, out of Michigan State, uh, 21-year-old, had like the most broken tackles of week six. I think he had 12 broken tackles in one game. He looked like an absolute unit out there. On the- yeah, and now Seahawks fans are probably like, well, I mean, we missed Rashad Penny, but maybe we'll be okay just, you know, for the time being because as a rookie, he's playing well. So give me the Seahawks. Um, I'm going to be cheering against the Chargers anyway. Uh, but this team can put up points, and I think – yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what to expect from the Chargers. I think that's the thing. Because really, like, the last two games, Cleveland and Denver made ed- egg-headed decisions and mistakes to keep the Chargers in these games. And uh, you need, you I gotta, don't know. You sure, think surely that luck Carroll runs out, right? Do that. You you got to hope that Pete Carroll won't do that. Um, yeah. And I would think that luck would run out eventually. Yeah, but you never know. I don't know. Some of these teams have that happen all the time. Um, yeah, I think we're both on the Seahawks here. Chargers are just Chargers just have another Chargers year. You can, you can there's no other way you can describe what's happening to this team. Um, they're just weird. They're loaded up with talent and they're underperforming, um, which is just yep. quintessential them. It, it happens all the time. Uh, Sunday night football, not a, not a good game. Just it's not Steelers at Dolphins. The, I I'm going to check again because I checked earlier today to see who the Dolphins QB would be. McDaniel says Tua is preparing to start for the Dolphins. Yeah. So whatever that means. Uh, if, if Tua's back and, and Tua's 80% Tua, then I don't, I'm, I'm going to pick the Dolphins here. Um, I know the Steelers are coming off a pretty big win, but this isn't... I don't know. I mean, you could say they're better with Trubisky, but I think the Dolphins would have won their last two weeks and would have played much better if they just had a starting quarterback. I mean, Tyreek Hill is mm-hmm. playing out of his mind this year. Um, and, you know, Waddle had some cru- a crucial misstep in the end of their last game, but I, I still think the Dolphins are loaded with talent. This Tua thing has kind of tanked the beginning of their season. But if he comes back healthy, I, I still think they have a chance to be a decent playoff team, wild card spot, and make some noise. So I'm going with Dolphins. Yeah, I'm banking it to his back. And if he's back, I agree. I think they can win. Um, we, we saw the first three weeks. They beat the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Bills. Um, that's not an easy schedule. I know the Patriots started rough, but still. It's the New England Patriots um, hurdled to overcome, and, and then beating the Ravens and the Bills, those aren't – those aren't easy games by any means. So I think, yeah, I agree. I think if two is back, I think this team will, will be back in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Patriots, last game we have on the slate here, Bears at Patriots. I already picked for David, even though he hasn't said anything yet. Nobody's picking the Bears. 
Um, Bears. Oh, I mean, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. This is back-to-back weeks. The Bears are in prime time. Uh, And we don't really know why, um, other than somebody just screwed up the schedule here. And you got to give every team, I guess, a prime time game. Um, And they get two of them. But they just look terrible. I mean, there's a couple of times where Justin Fields will look promising. um, But at other points, the Bears are just, it's excruciating to watch them play football. Fields, they still don't let him throw at all. And the Patriots, you know, people are doing all the Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady comparisons with the Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi situation. But I think Bill doesn't give a crap about what happens um, or surrounding injury. I think he's going to ride the hot hand and I hope plays Zappi yeah. again. The team looks energized around him. I don't know that Zappi's really that great, but their their running game is good. Their defense looks fast. Their defense looks kind of scary at times. And I don't see anything the Bears have shown me that says they can beat this Patriots team the way they're playing right now. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. It, is the AFC East sneaky good? If teams win the way we pick after this week, you'll have the Bills 5-1, and one, Jets 5-2, and two, Miami four and three, New England four and three. That's surprising. That's not what we yeah. thought it'd be. Yeah, you might be right. Patriots, team, Patriots and Jets are, seem like they're on the up and up. Dolphins are just having a hiccup, obviously with their starting quarterback out. Bills the Bills. That, that's I don't know. That's turned out to be a better division, I think, than we thought. So, just interesting stuff. Yeah, I think you're. I think you could be right there. I, I think that they might be the best. You could make the argument. You could even make the argument right now that they're the best division in the AFC. Um, yeah. It's yeah. not the South. And I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to make the argument for the North either. So I think it's probably pretty clearly, even just with the the Jets and the and the Bills right now, that you could say that's the best division in football. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. And I, this league's crazy. Patriots here. Yeah, the, a lot of stuff lot were going to be true after the first couple of weeks have turned on their heads. You know, Dolphins look like world beaters, and then they've had some injuries, and they're struggling. Patriots, we thought they were kind of done. Mac Jones injury happens. Bailey Zappi comes in. The team looks revitalized. You know, a lot of things are shit. Broncos aren't good. <laughs> the, the, the Broncos are, are really bad. The, the Chargers, who looked like they were going to be maybe the best team in the West, they, they look better than the Chiefs. Chiefs beat them, and then they just go on a downhill slope. Um, and yeah, and, and the Eagles are the lone undefeated team in the league. It, it's weird NFL season, for sure, but it's been an entertaining one. You can say that. Yeah. Who would have thought? Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. But man, this has been not me, not me. Uh, this has been episode forty-five, uh, NFL Week Seven, uh, pick'em of what do you want to watch? Uh, it's been fun. This last week was mayhem, and this week will probably be the same. We're all we have two differences in our picks. Everything else is the exact same, and we'll probably come back with just terrible records. But hey, that's why we do this. It's it's all for the 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 joy of it and the excitement. But. Uh, You've been listening to it. We've been talking about it. See you later.